Sending you a terrifying snake video. That is a rattlesnake. Uh, how did they get into this position? You know, I don't know. Do did you the guy to... just sit there and start filming something and then the, the snake just showed up? I don't know. Maybe he disturbed it. Maybe he didn't know it was there. Or did he decide to just sit right down next to it and see what happens? I don't think he decided to sit right down next to it. To see Why what does happens. he have his hand out like that? Because... Is he trying to grab the snake? bad move so now the snake is on his crotch yep what's ah. it gonna do now i have no idea oh we gotta keep watching i hate that i know on instagram where you have to hit the button to keep watching a video yeah of course i want to watch the video i know he's probably trying to grab the tail to yank it back he doesn't look like he's really that is a big fucking how big does that have to be like eight feet seven feet no it's not it's maybe, I don't think that, I don't think vipers get over like six feet. Oh. It's just big. Well, it's a, a viper? Well, that's I thought what. you said it was a rattlesnake. That's what rattlesnakes are. Oh, there's a difference? Or they're the same thing? They're, so there's a genus, I believe is what it is, a viper. So you have your snake. I don't know how smart they are. Genus, <laughs> genus is like a category. Oh. A viper, which is a venomous type of snake. They have the spade heads. And that, I think there's another one. I don't know. Like, I don't think a black mamba falls into a viper category. Let me look. But vipers. Let's see. Types of vipers. So the black mamba is a species of extremely venomous snake, a member of the family Elipidae. Elipidae. Native to parts of sub-Saharan Africa. First formally described by Albert Gunther. Gunther, I fucking love that name. If we get a black kitty, or if we are not a black kitty, but if we get one of the charcoal bangles and it's a male, Gunther. Gunther, it's it's okay, right? Yeah, it's like I mean, it's a it's a good name. It's a great name. I like to name the animals. Like, I I've, my first cat was Einstein. Yes, and then my second cat was Mozart. And I brought Sebastian. And yeah, Sebastian, the uh, Siamese. Siamese cat. I miss him. He was so sweet. He was a good man. He's a good old man. He'd tap you for attention. Yeah, tap, super tap, cute. Tap. Super cute. But I like the I like the human names for dogs. Yeah. And, and or I'm sorry, animals in general. Totally. We got Walter. We named him that. He didn't come with that name. Yeah. Uh, Lucy came to me with a human name already. Well, it's like actually the most popular dog name. For, Is it? Yeah. I remember having a Lucy. Uh, in my life at some point yeah. growing up, I, if it was like a grandparent's I, dog or something. I can't say I've ever had normal animal names. No. They've always been some sort of like... And like human-like name yeah. or something unique. Yeah. Well, like, so like so my, Toggle and Switch are two Bengal cats yeah. who are brother and sister, so Rest they came as the pair. Yeah. They're no longer <laughs> with us, but Toggle and Switch, what, what was the etymology to honestly toggle and switch it was because they went to what they like went together they were like part of a system and like a toggle switch is a thing right well that makes sense to me right but it doesn't make any I, sense to other people until you explain it 
toggle. <laughs> so when I think of a toggle switch, it's like one of the long skinny ones. Mm -hmm. And toggle was a silver, was a sepia silver bangle who was very, very tall, very skinny, very pointy. He was a very dramatic looking cat. And then there was Switch, who was a short, stubby little red bangle. Like she had short little legs and short, stubby little tail. And she was like round and fluffy. And then there was Toggle, who looked almost like a snake. And like an Ella Pidei? Sure. That's what the, that's the family that the Black Mamba is in. Yeah. So there's like rattlesnakes or vipers? Vipers. They're one of the true, the five true vipers, apparently. Whatever a black mamba is, is in the Elipadai. Yeah. Family. So I don't know exactly what the difference is. Like, yeah. do, how do they deliver their venom? Is it, I think it's the ones that spit. Mm. So like a cobra is not they have to a viper. They have, a viper is the one that injects you. Well, there's a video right here that says surviving a black mamba bite. You don't. And the guys, <laughs> the guys just haven't him bite him. Oh wow, no. Oh, I wouldn't even. He's just it's pinching his head and put him putting him up against it. But it looks like he's not even breaking skin. Ugh. So the true vipers are members of um let's see, the true awesome. vipers, where is it? We gotta see we gotta listen to this. Hold on. Okay. We gotta listen. This is forty five year old Tim Freed from Wisconsin. A lap a day. And he's about to let this yeah. snake bite his arm. Um why? This is a black mamba snake, one of the most venomous deadly snakes on the planet this is one of those sci-fi channels where they get like a panel or just like a random group of people to comment on a video that they see that, that's gone viral so it's almost like the rad show you know like when we play yeah. a, when we play a viral video and they just yeah. overanalyze the whole thing totally it's one of those science channel but how about you it. just scroll through to where he's getting bit okay hold on yeah oh wow there's so while you're doing that get this uh, one of the, I wonder if it's, um, where's that word again? I'm going to Google how to say that. So saw scaled vipers are often refer referred to as carpet vipers. Mm. Um, they have a dubious distinction, possibly causing more human fatalities due to snake bite than any other viper species. These are the ones that you find in like Africa, Asia, Middle yeah. East. Yeah. Um, they're really cool looking. So how does Tim survive a bite that often kills victims within 20 minutes? Let's find out. Concerned about the welfare of the snake, the snake is fine. It was being handled correctly and it was basically behaving in exactly the same way it would at any time it strikes. Okay, but being bitten by a snake is still dangerous. The danger here and Doesn't... the reason that scientists don't recommend you do this is that in exposing himself repeatedly to black mamba venom, Tim could actually develop an allergy. And then that snake bite could cause him to go into anaphylactic shock and die. And when it comes to a black mamba, fangs, but no oh, fangs. He did get bit. He just kept getting bit. Did he die? <laughs> the first comment. No, he's still alive. Oh. Uh, the first comment says when heroin just isn't enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and so the dude looks like a total heroin junkie. Oh, like God. this is like black mamba venom is like, oh yeah, bite me with snake. I can't, I've often worse. That's the easy shit. So I Googled how to say the, the snake. I, I, I'm going to take a bet that it's Alapidae. Alapidae? Alapidae okay. is what would be my guess. You're calling it? Alapidea. <laughs> D-A-E -A -A is um, die. D-A-E is die. So, so let's see what the... Alapidae? Okay. Alapidae. Alapidae. Is that what it is? Alapidae? Alapidae or Alapidae. Alapidae. Alapidae or Alapidae. Yeah. Interesting. 
Well, there's a little, uh, when you a little do, lesson for you when you snakes. Yeah, but like when you do like um, the more in-depth, like I did college stuff. You, you know. did college? I did college. You did college good. You graduate college? I did. Wow. Did you get a diploma or some sort I of did. certificate? I did, but not for this. Uh, but because I was a vet tech, like there was a whole lot of like species stuff you had to learn. Mm-hmm. So including like sort of like medical terminology, like the breakdown of words and what they mean. Mm-hmm. So that's important. It is, especially when you're trying to figure out how to say a fucking word. Exactly. Yeah. Well, good job. You did it. You guessed it correctly. I did. I've probably heard the word before, probably. but. Yeah. I have never know. heard that word before. And that was the first time reading it. So, so. I imagine those are. Biting and I don't. I wonder if spitting venomous snakes like cobras are of a different. Um, we'll save that. We'll save that for another lesson. Okay. For another day, because we want to get people coming back for more, right? Yeah. I, I mean, are you scared? No. I just gave it. I just wanted to, you know, maybe segue to something else. Oh, sorry. My bad. Okay. I mean, you're gonna go jump to the Google Cave right right now? No, or? I actually put my phone on D and D. Okay. <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons. Do you have a do you have an app for that? I do. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. The Demogorgon. Mm-hmm. Look out for the Demogorgon. Honestly, I never played Dungeons and Dragons. Really? No. Neither did I. I did play Magic though. Magic together. What is that? The card game. The card. You game. never played Magic? I saw the nerds playing it. Shut up. In the hallway. Fuck you. And I always like. You know, push and, push them over and gave them a swirly in the bathroom. Do you remember what I asked on Friday? No. If we could go check out A1 Comics. Oh, yeah, the comic yeah. store. Because I used to work at the Mongolian barbecue in the TJ Maxx shopping center in Roseville, and then I'd go blow my tips at the comic shop. That Lucky used, tips. Yeah. I mean, I've been to... And then what, what would I you do with the extra money you made? What do you mean? Hmm? <laughs> so you went to the comic store. Uh-huh. What'd you get at the comic store? Lots of stuff. Comics primarily, right? Magic, magic. Foods, so magic you know, cards. cards. What, what is this? Is this like Pokemon? Is this like a trading game? Is, is this it like, like Pokemon? Well, I don't know. I've never played older and better than before. Pokemon. I've never played it before. So think of it just give me like, crash course. Um, uh, yeah, it's like the battle card game. So like you have certain and but there's different ways to build like your deck. Like you can build decks to be like of a certain type of magic. Um, you can be like, you know, brawn. You could be like a wizard or whatever. Like they've I don't it's been so long. Is it anything like pogs? Oh, my God. Speaking of pogs. And I know why you're bringing this up. That chick's earrings in the. Are you not? Did you not notice the chick's earrings at at Dutch Bros? No. She had on big, giant, smiley face earrings. They looked, they were fucking pog slammers. Like they were re- repurposed as, yeah, as I, earrings? Yeah, like I wanted to ask her. I was like, okay, are they just smiley faces or are they pogs repurposed? Were they dangling? They were. They oh, so they weren't like the... pog slammers, like the half, like the quarter inch pog slammer. Right, but they weren't gauged like in her lobes? No, okay. they were just like hoop earrings, like hooks, like just regular French wire hooks. Some of those slammers were, were heavy. Yeah, but these were like, you know how like they had different... Like they had the like eighth inch and then they had like, right. So like, so the different sizes that went up, like they had the big ones quick, and the ones quick and the crash course for pop. <laughs> 
before we before had we apps yeah. on our phones. There was a time <laughs> where we would collect little circular cardboard discs, discs that had like graphics on them. Oh, sorry. I thought you put it on D and D. I did, but my alarm is smart enough to go off even during a do not disturb. Hey, that was a good test. Good yeah. job, phone. Thanks, phone. You got to wake us up even when you're on do not disturb. When when we were when I said I was going to Google the how to say that word. Yeah. My Google assist popped up. Really? Yeah. Remember we're in the car and like. Just automatically just said. I made hey. a joke and you went, oh God. And Google was like, how can I assist you? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, are you okay? Are you in danger? <laughs> Which what's, what's weirder is that it, it responded to you saying, oh God. Yeah. It was weird. Oh God. Yeah. Yes. My May child. Maybe that's what it heard. It thought it was, <laughs> I said, hey, Google. Google is God. It was very weird. Anyway. It is weird, but Google is kind of God in a way. You know, mm -hmm. we always go to Google for everything. I, I kind of like we do for God in some ways. Okay. Uh, so pogs are little circular discs that had graphics on them, and you would mm -hmm. collect them. You, j just like It was like our modern day version of Jack's. Yeah, and the jacks themselves were collector's items. In this right. case, they're the little discs, and the Some had longer, higher value. The, yeah, depending on how who's made or or what the graphic was on it, you know, it's just like any yeah. other type of collector item. It's just there. There's certain value placed on various different styles of the pog, and then there's also the slammer, which is what you would use in order to flip the pog over. But in 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 order to Win. flip a pog over, you team up with somebody. So say. Haley would bring her tube of pogs. Like they'd always come I had in a plastic huge tube of pogs. And the bigger the tube, the more pogs you have. Mm -hmm. And the more you have to, you know, share. And also it's kind of like bragging rights. Like there were tubes. You ever go into one of those? I think were they were they uh where would where would you get your pogs? Me? Oh my god. So the comic store, was, right? Well, no. But where else there's like uh Dimple had them, uh -huh. didn't they? Mm -hmm. And so Dimple is a record over. store. Yeah. But there were like places to go. Right write that down for me. Just write down Dimple cuz I want to talk about that here in a minute. Okay. M D I M P L E. <laughs> uh so I'd get him a Dimple. Um I'd get him at I was so lucky. I was so spoiled. I had Denio's, the farmer's market. It's like a farmer's market swap meet. Yeah. yeah. Those those would be great to get them, too. Yeah. Like, you know but, how, like, all those and, fidget spinners came out at Denio's? Like, they were, like, Those things nothing. are still hot as shit there. But I, they still have pogs there. We were walking around the swap meet just recently in, like, the last no couple of months. No way. And I saw a whole collection of pogs. I was like, no motherfucker, way. Why didn't you? Pogs why didn't you show me? Because they're pogs. Like, we're not going to buy them. That is so funny. <clears throat> I just, you know, it was just one thing to see. But Well, it's been about 20 years, hasn't it? Yeah. And so you would, so where would you go? Because I went to, like, smoke shops. They would have them at yeah. smoke shops a lot. Yeah. And you, those are where you get the the good stuff, like in the really cool looking slammers yeah. that were like buzzsaw blades, you know, that were thick and metal. I had like those. you can get those stupid thick ones that yeah. were like four inches thick. The thickest I ever had was like a half inch. That's all you need. You don't need those giant ones. Those no. things were just a pain in the ass and never. They did were anything. just for looks. So in order to compete in pogs, you would like Haley would bring her big tube, and mm -hmm. the bigger the tube. The better you were at Pogs, the more collection you had yep. and what you had at risk. And I don't know, was there ever, I would have my tube and we would. I couldn't we, bring my we, tube to school. No, you couldn't. It was too big. And I had a six footer. It got to the point where it was a nuisance. It was. I, we, so we yeah. had, they had to ban Pogs because they were taking, taking our uh, attention so much. Huh. 
I don't recall that being an issue at our school. Um, like we were only allowed to play them like at recess. And we we had um, like this really cool kind of amphitheater thing that got built. Like uh, so the way that I would describe my elementary school is we shared a yard with um, the for the local people, Sierra Gardens, which is it's no longer local to Sacramento. We yeah. got to remember we got listeners all over the world. I know. So this is um, a worldwide broadcast. My elementary school broadcast worldwide. <laughs> shared kind of a yard with the uh, junior high, seventh and eighth. So it was kindergarten through six and then seventh and eighth was across the way kind of thing. And then at the we had this like soccer field kind of thing where it was like this big bowl. Um, it was big. It's like, I don't know, probably four or five soccer fields. It's a huge area. Um, it flooded really bad in the in the floods of 94. Back in the it, floods of 94. It filled the whole bowl up. Like most of those houses were flooded too. It was crazy. Um, but they built this amphitheater in the side of that hill because it was easy. Like all they had to do was like shape out steps and then they paved it. It's like still Mother there. Nature said, eh, you want to entertain people right here. It was so smart. Like it was yeah. so easy to do. Cause so is that where you would meet people yep. to play pogs? Yep. Meet me, in the meet me at the amphitheater. So we would meet at the amphitheater. We'd bring our tubes mm -hmm. and we would decide how many we were going to use. Right. And then we'd mix them all up. Mm -hmm. Shuffle them. Shuffle them all together in one in one stack. And these pogs, the, the cardboard was probably like an inch mm -hmm. in diameter, right? Yeah. Or circumference. Yeah. Probably. Well, circumference. Uh, probably like two inches in circumference. I don't know. Yeah. Some. It yeah. was, they were, they were about the width of a. I don't know. Cap. Yeah. Like bigger than a cap, a bottle cap. Anyway, about an inch to two inches, give or take. And, uh. Then we would take our slammers and we would, how would we determine who went first? Um, if I'm trying, if I remember right, we slammed for it. Okay. So you, like if you didn't flip over the disc, right. You'd slam over one disc like, and you, you, so you take the slammer, which I, is like, it's, been so long. it's something like a weighted, I'm just trying to figure this out. I know, memory. but I'm, and it's, I'm, it's kind of fun. It's kind of, because I'm sure there's people that are listening right now. They're like, oh my God, what the fuck are they talking about? Or there's other people that are like, no, how you do it the thing is is that when you describe how you guys played pog uh it sounds a little bit different than the way that we played pog and i think regionally it changed yeah i think it changed within certain groups yeah. and like some kids would just play the way that they played and in our case we would stack them all together and we would take turns slamming right. and then each time we'd slam whatever pog we flipped over up uh, uh you know top side down from where it was arranged then we'd take that one Right. Right. The ones you flip over, you take. And sometimes you could slam them all and you'd get like a huge ass collection of them all. And uh, other times you'd lose some of your favorite pogs and then you just go back to competing for them. And it was just a, it was just a stupid thing in the See, 90s. And it's so funny because like I, I actually just Googled like how to play pogs and it's like it's you guys gave it more than we did. Like you decide if you're going to play for keeps. Yeah. It's an equal amount of pogs. Um Yeah. Sounds you know, right. yeah, you put them in, you, this is the difference that I think, um, did you lay yours out flat? Before we stacked them up? No, you stacked them and then yeah, slammed in, them, right? In one pile. Right. So there would just be like so a stack of about stacks. three to four inches. If I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, I can't, oh fuck. I carried one of the big, um, dice. Oh. The 10. Yeah. The, you with the big number, you know? Mm -hmm. 
whatever you call them. I can't even remember now. But the thing that you would use for Dungeons and Dragons. Yes. Yes. So I had a couple of those. I'd keep one inside my pog tube, and we'd roll for the number to see oh, who okay. would go first. It that's just made cool. sense. Yeah, that's a good way to do it. You know. Um. So then this, you, the, you slam the other person's pile and see what you got. The reason why we can't start talking about pogs was because you brought up magic. Now, just briefly describe. We we did describe magic, didn't we? We did. We talked about it. it's like it's a That's card right. fight game, but you yeah. you brought up pogs. That's what happened. I got distracted by pogs as you were talking about. You distracted about magic. yourself. I did. I'm like a squirrel. Or mm -hmm. it's like I saw a squirrel. I can't concentrate today. <laughs> <laughs> so you brought up Dimple. What's uh what did you Dimple Records Dimple's is a closing. Uh, right. It's a um regional record store in the Sacramento area that uh, is finally closing down. That's where I spent like a lot of my childhood. The last record store after Tower Records left, which is, an, yeah. you know, an, an, uh, you know, it's a super famous mm -hmm. record store that, you know, kids back in the day when you'd buy CDs and records and cassettes, you'd actually have to go to the store. You didn't go down to the Amazon. Yeah. You wouldn't, uh, you wouldn't stream it there on your Bebop machine or your no. Pandora's. You'd actually have to go down there and get your records. Yeah. And so now Dimple's another one that's biting the dust. What was the other one that was in Arden Fair Mall? Oh, God. That was Sam good. Goody? Was it? No. <laughs> not Sam Goody. It was well, the was other one. CD store. Yeah. Was it Sam Goody? I know there was Sam Goody's all over the place. Yeah, but there was this one in the um, Arden Fair Mall. It used to be really good. Right there at the corner across from Cinnabon. I don't remember. I remember that one. Yeah. It was a good one. This is all memory lane stuff here. I don't I don't remember. Wasn't it just a uh, it wasn't like a local chain. It was like um RCA Records or something like that. Yeah, but it was like it was like a really I whatever it was called, it was a really good record store at the com at the time or you know, CD shop. Yeah. Cuz when I was finally shopping, it was CDs. Mm -hmm. You know. So I was, I one of the first cassettes that I had gotten when I was a kid mm -hmm. was the Lion King soundtrack. Me too. My, uh, no way. I was out shopping or something. Some cousins were in town and my aunt was in town and she just decided that she wanted to spoil us. And for whatever reason, I wanted a Walkman. Well, I, obviously I wanted a Walkman. For so whatever I could listen, reason. So I can listen to music. <laughs> this guy. But I also wanted to, I was so obsessed. See, this isn't, this isn't true. Like this is actually my, uh, this wouldn't be my first cassette because I was obsessed with recording stuff. So was I. Since I, I was a little, little, little yeah. guy. Once I got my hands on some sort of like tape recorder, I was all over it. I, I never really saw a need for buying tapes. Well, I didn't discover the whole radio, uh, record songs from the radio thing until later on in my life. Oh. But before that, I would just record random shit on cassette tapes. And I would be obsessed with going to the store and buying blank cassette tapes just so I could record stuff on them. I, I wish no, I. No, I did the same thing. I wish I still like held on to those. There's so much I had stuff some in my childhood that I, tapes. that I didn't hold on to, yeah. and I remember my first mixtape that I made. I do too. Um, and it started out with Lenny Kravitz "Fly Away." Really? Mm -hmm. Oh, do you want to know what mine was? What was your first song you recorded from the radio? Soundgarden, "Black Hole Sun." Black Hole Sun, classic. That was actually one of the first songs that I ever recorded like onto a burnable CD. Really? When I made my first I mean, if, you, uh, if that wasn't the first song mixtape. anybody ever downloaded, recorded, copied, well, burned, whatever. I, I I mean, the first song that it I had ever, to have been in the first 15 songs that you ever did. That, that's a popular one. Well, yeah. I mean, think about the timeline, especially in our our uh, generation. Exactly. Those of us that are now in our 30s. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, my first. Do you remember the first song you illegally downloaded off of Napster? Maybe. What song? 
probably not one you would think of. What? It wasn't Metallica. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I think it was a Me First in the Gimme Gimme song. That's cool. It was either that or Less Than Jake. Okay. Yeah. There's the Scott Scott period totally. in your life. Oh, at that time. Woo. Yeah. So my first song that I downloaded on a Napster and might have pissed off little Lars Ulrich was uh, I Disappear by Metallica. Yep. And it was so funny because when that whole lawsuit thing came out, I, I never really put it together when that all hit the newsstands and, and Lars was taking Napster to court. Yeah. I didn't look back and go, hey, you know what? The majority of my catalog that I downloaded from Napster was all Metallica songs. I, I downloaded more Metallica in the first few weeks of having it. And it would take weeks to get like well, see, the right stuff because not only was it uh, where I lived, I only had dial-up internet. So I'd have to deal with right. 2832K so I, modem to download songs and it would take all night. I feel like I beat you on Napster by like a couple of years. Like I had a head start. Well, you had I had DSL. You had the, you had the infrastructure. I did. I had, DSL. You had the internet that I was I had Napster when it first hit, and people were excited about it. People were like, "You got to download this." Everybody was like gung ho, and then all of a sudden, the music industry went, "Wait, wait, 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 hold on! I don't think this is a good idea anymore." And then that. Well, and I know now that we're grown up, we can see the other side of it. Oh, totally. But had they just, I mean, they paved the way for streaming services stream, like Spotify and all Pandora. streaming services. Yeah. Like that guy was no, the, and iTunes in general. Absolutely. Yeah. All like it was, it was the, the groundbreaker, the, it was, the, it was the original as far as I knew. Yeah. And then came LimeWire Lime, and BearShare. Bear <laughs> what was it? Rocket. All those things gave your computer viruses. Every, and, oh man. But I, I specifically can go back in my mind and, and visually see the queue list and yeah. you know and when you open up each song it was a peer-to-peer -peer network so you'd be downloading metallica's inner sandman from like 10 people and there would be like a little red green or yellow light yeah. next to their download source to show like how fast their internet was i always went for t1 you would and you if you found t1 you were golden i like, had a lot of t1s get, in my area you can get a, a five minute mp3 for in probably 10 minutes if you had a t1 connection yeah. in, in my case because i fit the i had 32 I kilobytes or whatever in a dial-up modem i'm curious how big your queue was on a regular basis it's pretty big was it yeah I, well there would be times where i'd be like oh i want this i want this and i just go on a grab grabbing yeah. but i would also have to time it out because i was sharing the phone line with my family oh so it wasn't an i don't remember how oh long God, it I'm took to get frustrated just listening to this we had to get we had to get two phone lines <laughs> mm -hmm. right two landlines mm -hmm. Uh, one for the internet and one yep. for our main phone. Yep. And I don't think uh, I really downloaded much until um, until nighttime. So like after about eight o'clock when everybody was done with the day and nobody was calling or anything, I could hop on there and I would just leave it up all night and then pick it back up in the morning. I do that too. But like how many would you get in a night? Eh, songs? I don't know. Probably like 30 or 40. Yeah. It just depended. And, but when I did the overnight downloads, cause I would just be able to do those during the, the songs during the day. Cause right. I'd be just be putzing around on a uh, AOL messenger and you of know, course. ICQ, ICQ, all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yahoo, Ma Yahoo messenger, <laughs> uh, playing Yahoo games. I, I played a lot of Yahoo games. I played flash games. Pool was one of my big, my I was addicted to Lenny loose jocks. I don't remember that. That was so fun. Shockwave. Yeah. 
Shockwave.com. I'd go play Lenny Loose Jocks. Do you remember Joe Cartoon? Oh, fuck yeah, I remember com. Joe Cartoon. Put the frog in the blender and the hamster oh, yeah. in the microwave. Like, yeah, kicking the dog across the field. Joe Cartoon was so great. I would I remember know. laughing my balls off playing remember, Joe Cartoon. Do you remember Stupid Videos? No. Stupidvideos.com? No. I think they're still running. They have some of the funniest videos on the internet, period. And I don't see any of them pop up on like Instagram, but like the one with the uh, the soldiers who get stuck in quick uh, quicksand, like they don't know what's on the beach. <laughs> <laughs> and then all their like life devices start going off around their necks and they can't get out and they're trying to pull each other out. And mm. it's all set to Chumbawamba. Oh, my God. It is fucking hilarious. Oh I still laugh. Some of the best funny animal videos I've ever seen came from uh, stupidvideos.com. I, one of the first websites I went to was fart.com. <laughs> and it's exactly. Did you know it was fart.com or did you go, I wonder if this is a website? Bingo. <laughs> I wonder if it's a website. And I went to it and it's got a black, uh, like a brown, black background. Oh. And it's got images of little clouds, right? Oh, little, tell me that when you push clouds. them, they fart. Yep. Perfect. Fart.com. Genius. <laughs> let's just, uh, for shits and giggles, let's just mm-hmm. see if that's still up. Oh, um, I want to see if stupid. It's probably I think not what it used to be. No, you know? I know. But. No, it's, it, it did change. And I remember now because of what I'm seeing. Um, oh, fart sound effects. Ow, that's so funny. Okay. So fart.com now is like a, uh, uh, it's like a joke website. Yeah. So you go up there and they like post jokes and, sure. and different posts. They must just, need to have way more content than just little fart clouds. Exactly. It keeps people yeah. coming back for more. Absolutely. Although it doesn't look like it's been updated. Oh no. It's copyright 2019. Well- um, so I click on the fart sound effects and instead of it being like a whole page of clouds, it's just one big cloud and it's just got, we uh, don't know what's going to happen. No, it's just a YouTube video oh. of <laughs> minutes worth of farts. <laughs> and I would just sit there on my computer <laughs> and just click, click. Squeaker. <laughs> Nervous farts. Uh, <laughs> oh, 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 jeez. Oh. That was weak. Oh, oh. <laughs> They're coming out of both headphones now. Oh, that's stereo, stereophonic. Sounds extra, extra cool in my new headphones. Well, they're starting like, to repeat now. It's like surround sound. You know what? I got to tell you this. You're going to laugh. So I got Lion King. One of my first cassettes was Lion King. Mm -hmm. But my next ones were two very random ones. I was so obsessed with comedy and it was so hard to get a hold of for me. Um, Like I grew up listening to Steve Martin records and Mm -hmm. Eddie Murphy and Robin Williams. Like that's because that's what we had. You know, Um, I had the Jerky Boys. Oh, yeah. Hey, I have your mom gave me. Yeah. One of those cassettes. Yeah. It so might be the one you're talking probably. about. Probably. And then I also had another one. Those are all just like prank calls, right? The Jerky yeah. Boys? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jingle Cats. Because <laughs> <laughs> we thought it was so yeah. funny. It would just crack us up. So this guy has these, all these cats and he would record their different meows and then he put them in the key of the Mix keyboard and he would just play the song. That's hilarious. It's funny though. Bring it up because he hits them really well. And this is <sighs> way before digital this was like, this was old school. You got to appreciate the fact that he took the time to hold a microphone in front of his cats. Yeah. 
to record it and mix then it all together, mix it and then cut and then be able to put it into a keyboard system. Like, ah, before yeah. we have all that we have now. Another one of mine that I first got to was uh, Red and Stimpy, the Red mm-hmm. and Stimpy soundtrack of Nickelodeon yep. on all the Nickelodeon tape cassette mm-hmm. tapes were all that orange color. Yeah. That, you know, I remember. From Nickelodeon Lua. I had one. And they were also transparent. So yeah. they look so cool. Yeah. I wish I still had that too. Yeah. Wasn't the Lion King blue? Was mine like was blue white. Mine yellow? was white. Mine was blue. I, I just yellow. remember it being white. Yeah. You probably got one of those special editions. I don't know. I, I think somebody gave it to me. One of my friends. Well, back then it was so cheap to, to make. I mean, obviously it was Disney, so they had the money, but it was so cheap to manufacture. Actually, I don't know that. We don't know. I, that. I wonder. I wonder how much it was, how much it cost to manufacture a cassette versus like a, a CD. If you compared them, like at the same rate of inflation, and you know, so it was like at the t- same time yeah. period. I'm just curious to know if cassettes cost more to produce. Probably more material, right? Yeah. And, but the what more what, sensitive material? Well, the same thing could be said about a CD because it's going through that laser process, right? I don't know. And how much? They take up less space. How much does, well, yeah. But then how much does it cost the manufacturer the the actual disc itself? I don't know. A CD. You're sitting in front of two computers. I like to ask these questions and just put them out there. And, you know, I don't have to go find oh, the answer right just, now. Okay. I just want to put it out there in the, the world and, and just go, you know, I wonder these things. Okay. Because some people, some people wonder. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, it makes sense. That's why CDs would have kind of taken over. You know, I'm trying to give my films a break. I don't want to go straight to the Google cave <laughs> just to find out the answer to these questions. Okay. Let's just ponder it a little bit. Okay. You done? Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure that it took a lot less to manufacture CDs than Maybe. It did cassettes. Especially because technology got better. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was to produce more for, you know... They probably, and I bet one CD has, one cassette probably has enough to do like five CDs for all we know. Oh, yeah. For all, I don't know, you know? It's depending on the format that yeah. you're recording it on, because there's like long play and short play when it comes to tape. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, quality yeah. changes. Say mm-hmm. <sighs> la vie. Life is curious, is it not? <laughs> Uh, so let's uh, let's let's actually talk about something interesting for a little bit. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> that, that was all really interesting. I, I just feel like we should probably get to a point where we have a little bit of structure and maybe talk about some of the things we we planned on talking about. So where do you want to start? Well, I've got a list. I know, but where do you want to start? I could start at the top of the list. Okay. We're going to start at the top of the list. Okay. <laughs> How about it? Chapter two. Spoilers. Oh, yeah. Big, big time. Ones. Big time spoilers. We are not holding back. Spoilers ahead. It has been out since Thursday night. And this isn't this broadcasting is, on. This is coming out on Tuesday, September 10th. By choosing to listen further. You are subjecting yourself to spoilers of it. Chapter two. Hashtag disclaimer. So. Pennywise dies in the end. Yep. And everybody kind of knew that. Mm-hmm. Right? I mean, the even the, the book even the has trailers, been out for 30 years. And even the trailer says, oh, yeah, that's another thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, spoiler alert. Uh, but in particular, the movie, because the movie itself is pretty um, different than what we've, you know, 
heard and seen in the previous miniseries and stuff. Yeah. Um, so Pennywise dies in the end. Mm-hmm. And I, I really liked the cosmic f- focus. Oh, in, the deadlights. The deadlights. Oh, they and really the, touched into that one and they never do that. The ritual of Chud and yeah. the, you know, all, all the stuff that they had to do to kind of explain the, the origin. The Native American origins. The origin itself yeah. of, of Pennywise and the creature it is. It was just an alien that it fell was, out of the sky yep. and just took the form of I am the destroyer of worlds. Yep. And uh, it would just feed on people's fear and yeah. eat people. And that was its thing. It would do it every 27 years. It's just its origin. I really liked the way that they did the sort of the imagery where they like they found its origin, like mm. where they like it, where it crashed down. Um, there's some really like that, like very spiky, like mid collision kind Me- of meteorite, look. meteorite, yeah, cosmic looking uh, a material rocks. Doesn't look at all familiar, you know. Yeah. It's very interesting. It was and very, very um, dark, otherworldly too. Yeah, and the um, unnatural. The whole climax of the sea, of the movie took place in that. Yeah, that cave. And I thought it was really well done. I've heard a lot of people say that the whole part with Pennywise is like the lobster. Sort of crabby, looks like a spider lobster crabby thing. But with the torso of a of a clown of yeah. the Pennywise a clown. Like even his like the ruffles on the back of his like his pantalones. <laughs> yeah, it was like, like the butt the of the butt. of the spider. Like it was very detailed. Yeah. And it, I thought it was really cool and creative and creepy but it wasn't like super scary or anything no, and i think people were expecting some kind of like you know big scare there i don't know why it's it yeah it was it was never meant to be they got there there were some good jumps yeah there was some really good and the creepy parts with pennywise in the dark yeah. were all great payoffs but they were more psychological than anything exactly else. and i think that um a lot of people go into these movies kind of expecting this like jump hollow scary movie kind of feel mm-hmm. But Stephen King has always put a lot of um, story and like kind of depth to it, especially the characters. Absolutely, there's always there's always a lot of character development, and that's yeah. what you get invested in primarily in both it chapter chapter one and two. Did, is is the losers? Did club. was it was uh, Dreamcatcher Stephen King? Yes, thank yes. you for bringing that up because I was just thinking about that. And I feel like that movie got a bad rap for similar reasons. Dude, I got stoned. I've been seeing that. I've seen that movie a bunch of times. I love that movie. The fact, like, the same shit, different day. Like, he'd go into his mind. Like, there was so much more to that movie than anybody gave it credit for. And I remember getting really, really stoned one day and actually being freaked out enough that I couldn't watch the movie. And I was a grown-ass adult. It's a creepy movie. It's, It's really stuck with me. Shit weasels. Yeah, that the all of that, all of it was really creepy. But the the psychological stuff yes. was even creepier, and that's what I that's what I love about all of these Stephen King movies and, and or books, obviously. Um, and it's hard to watch. Yeah, it it was just like a, a Pennywise. I'm sorry, not Pennywise, but uh, it was like um, aliens instead of right. the one creature, right? Um, I wonder if they're like of the same universe. Well, I do too. Because it's a Stephen King thing. I wonder if he's like got it tied together with yeah. the whole Dark Tower. I thing feel like I need and... to read the Dark Tower. Of all the books out there, I feel like the Dark Tower is the one that I need to read. Right. Like that's where I need to start. The movie was awful. 
I yes. tried watching it, but I it could not keep my attention long enough with Idris Elba they and didn't uh, give Matthew it McConaughey. They didn't give it enough Stephen Kingness to it. I, I, I feel like the Dark there. Tower could be redone. I, I would love to see well, that. But one we read. haven't read the book, so maybe it's just maybe it's just spot on with the book. Uh, maybe, but it doesn't feel like it. If every other book, ha- I mean, Pet Cemetery had a fucked up psychological twist to it. Mm-hmm. That is messed up. Yeah, I, it, it, the Dark Tower lacked all of that in the movie. Mm-hmm. So I do. I need to go read that book. But you know, the scene that freaked me out the most in Dreamcatcher was when they were, it was just starting and they were in the cabin and all of the animals were running yeah. in one direction. Like, Oh, uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> I would have been running with the animals at that point. It's a really good movie. And mm-hmm. if you haven't checked it out, honestly, honestly, it's one of the better, uh, Stephen King yeah. made to movie. What's his name? Damien. He's the guy from Lewis. Uh, Damien Lewis. He's yeah. the guy from, uh, Homeland, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's uh he's the one that's kind of the main yeah the main guy who, the one I was talking about that goes into his own head. He toggles back and forth between two personalities, and mm-hmm. he's I think he is actually British in in real he life. Is. He is. Um, so he goes back and forth from a British to an American accent, and he's always like talking to himself. Yeah, it gives it that like, kind of split that split angle. Yeah, he has cool. he goes into like his own head, and he has this kind of like um, he's compartmentalized like memories and things like that, and like yeah. boxes, and yeah. so like. You see him in this like tower sort of thing, like this room, this old like I don't know. It's very kind of industrial. It's very like cluttered. It's supposed and, to be his mind. It is, yeah. and like you it's see, like a big library. Uh, S S D D D is like same shit, different day. Like that's the everyday box kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But it's just it's so deep. There's so many layers to that. Yeah, it's really good. And uh, Morgan Freeman's in it too. Yeah. Yeah. He plays the military guy that, that comes in to try to kill the aliens. Uh, Jason Lee. Jason Lee's in it. He's yeah. great. Yeah. He's great. That's uh, all I can remember right isn't now. Isn't Aaron Eckhart in that too? Is he? I believe he is. Yeah. Is it Aaron Eckhart? Or no. Or is uh, it Tom, Thomas Jane? Thomas Jane. <gasps> yeah. Thomas Jane. I know you love you, Thomas Jane. He's not a great actor, but I love him. He was great in The Punisher. He can be great in certain roles. Like when he gets that dark, like deep. Yeah. Oh. <sighs> Yeah, he's like what John Travolta could have been if John Travolta was sexy. (laughs) John Travolta could keep his head on straight. Yeah. There's not much straight about John Travolta here. So back to it. um, Oh, yeah. uh, How do you say his name is Muschietti? Muschietti? Andy Muschietti. Yeah. Um, The amount of detail they put into certain scenes and like anatomy of things, like they took some of the most fucked up creatures and put them together like. So big oh, the spoiler. Chinese restaurant, yeah, the Chinese ch- restaurant scene is like it, it is stands out equally to me. as the funniest and most creepy scene in the whole movie. Mm-hmm. So there's a bowl of fortune cookies on the table and they've all been having a laugh. Bill Hader, again, stealing the whole movie. Yeah, Bill Hader is he should get a re- an award for this. Oh, my God. His performance in this movie. I, I, I foresee Bill Hader getting what did he get for um uh Barry. Barry was like 21 Emmy nominations or something. For the show? Yeah. yeah. 21. Some, something crazy like that. Anyway. Yeah. So they're all having a laugh. It's time to go. You know, they're they're trying to remember because they, they're, you know, when you leave dairy, it starts to leak away from you. And they forget these things, which actually made a really good premise for the movie. Mm-hmm. So that they could go back and add all of these new scenes with the kids. You know? So... All of a sudden, these 
fortune cookies start wiggling on the table <laughs> and they start popping out and cracking open like eggs. Hatching, yeah. Yeah. Which is great because I mean we had the whole egg boy thing from the other one. So they, they brought egg in some, yeah. <laughs> they brought in some of these great elements. And the first one that pops out, it's like a beetle and a baby. And it's like Wah! and it's like it running. Was it was creep. So... It was a beetle with a baby's head. Yeah. And then the legs that it grew had baby hands. Yes. Like little, and it was like crying at each, the top of its lungs it was creepy as fuck each beetle leg there was like six of them had little hands and so the little hands came very um became very common in this movie yeah it did but the, i liked the kids it. hands yeah well think about it he was like taking all children. of their fears fear of spiders and like uh mike's the parents where his parents died like in the fire in the fire so like the hands the were hands. part of it so yeah. um yeah, I mean, the old lady was great. Her saggy tits. Old lady was great. The Paul Bunyan scene was awesome, mm-hmm. which... The splintery uh, mouth. Had to do with, uh, you know, Bill Hader really, really good. I can't even, I can't stop thinking about how funny Bill Hader was in that movie. It I was could, just, it was so perfect honestly, of a role for him. So I'm going to say this. I did have a little bit of a difficult time watching the opening scene. With Where the hate the, crime. The hate crime, yeah. It made me so sad. And like it was uncomfortable the, to watch. It was. The fact that that is a reality. Yeah. But I did notice something. Uh, did you notice the kid's mouth? No. It, he had like the disease on his mouth. Oh. So if you go back and watch, like he had like the like the kid that kind of started the whole thing. That started the fight? Yeah, that gave me the hat, like yeah. brought it to the, guy, the guy's attention. So you think it was, it was Pennywise- there were Already? others. Yeah. Well, it's like, I don't know if he infected him at the time or like if that's how he like. But if you notice throughout the the movie, you'd see other characters um, having that like. They did look like they had diseases. Yeah. And then the, the pharmacist. Yep. He had the same thing. Yeah. It almost looked like really bad or like herpes a cold sore. or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's interesting. So, I, I did notice that, but I didn't really put it together until just now. Oh, really? Well, I noticed it. Oh, that's, we so give me credit for that, at least. That's true. That's true. Yeah. But we didn't get to sit next to each other. That's true. We didn't get the past notes back and forth yeah. in the moment. Yeah. That's um, why I need to go back and see it in IMAX. I want to. I want to. That'd be sweet. I, 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 it was not, everybody was like, oh, it's kind of long. It was not long enough for me. Yeah, it was awesome. It was amazing. It's still, with that one and the original, the, the first one that came out, I don't think it's even up to the amount of hours the original It chapter, because it was a miniseries. Yeah. They're going to make it a, they're going to make a super cut. Oh. They're gonna put oh. one and two together and make it'll it be perfect. One long movie. Yes. Yeah, that'll be cool. I'm sure, and I mean, it won't be hard. The way that they oh, it was seamless. But, yeah, seamless transition. Absolutely. Yeah, they'll just have that really cool chapter two graphic there come was, up. There were so many little things in it, like um, like Eddie, the guy that plays um, grown up Eddie. He is so spot on. Yeah. That was, that was incredible casting for each character. He was hilarious. They looked exactly like they, they had the same type of man. Obviously, they did this on purpose, but the way that they portrayed the kids. It was hard up, to believe it hadn't actually been 27 years. Yeah, it was crazy. Except for fucking Jessica Chastain, Beverly. Like, that was the only one. Yeah, she doesn't really stick it as the original Bev. Do you know who I think would have Beverly. been a better version? Who's that? Let me see if I can get her name right. Okay. Now, um, once, once we get this name, Lauren wanna... Ambrose. Okay, I don't know who that is. Google it. She's uh, she's another hot, I think, hot redhead, but she was from Six Feet Under. Oh yeah, I think no, I know Lauren, who you're talking about. Yeah, because she has a little bit more of like the rounded features, and I think Beverly. 
I think you're right. I think I, she would have been better. I yeah, and she's a great actress. She's got maybe a she very maybe she's not active anymore. I don't know. Maybe she says present. I know. I I would have rather seen, but I don't think she's as big a name as Jessica Chastain. Oh no. So no, because she hasn't really done anything since. Right. She was in Where the Wild Things Are in 2009. She was in uh, what's that? Can't hardly wait. Yep. Yeah, that was a great movie. She um. That's who I think would have been a, a good one. Oh, she was in Torchwood, too. Mm-hmm. Cool. So, yeah, and, and the, the scene where um, Stan's head comes out of the same... Like, they end up in the same house. Yeah, on E. Bolt Street. <laughs> They're all scary. <laughs> They're fucking with you. <laughs> Sorry. Love what he did with the place. Yeah. Oh, Bill Hader's <laughs> humor was just on uh, it every time. It was perfect. But, so, yeah, the spidery head... Yeah, it was definitely like it was very John Carpenter's the thing, and on each leg of the spider had little hands. And I think I think the one thing that was the saddest, and this is a spoiler alert. Spoiler yeah, alert. this is really really big, you guys. Um, <laughs> I thought the part that was really sweet and heartbreaking at the end was when you finally you you you've you've been alluded to this idea, and you haven't really been able to come to that the conclusion yet, but mm-hmm. when Eddie dies. Oh, I cried. You guys, I actually cried like when, more than once. When Eddie dies yeah. and Richie's reaction to that death, mm-hmm. it just made things click. And every bit of it. And the, the, the thing that seeded the idea in the movie was when everybody had to go get their artifacts in order to perform the mm-hmm. ritual of Chud to finally kill Pennywise. And so they have to go back to a place in their childhood that, has something that they can use in this, like a token. It's usually, some something related to um, a genuine fear that might have happened at the time. Right. Something pivotal. And in this case, R- Richie was playing Street Fighter, an arcade game in, in an arcade, and he kind of like you kind of get this idea that he's coming on to a mm-hmm. boy who he's playing the game with, and he's like, "Hey, man, do you want to play another game?" Like he's like, "It's totally innocent." Passing an extension to yeah. get be closer to the kid so that he can, you know, play the game more, but you kind of get this vibe. And then obviously the reaction of the kid is, um, well, well, I didn't know there was a bunch of fairies that, that lived in dairy, but that wasn't like him because what's his face shows up. It was Bowers. Bowers, Right. And it shows up and he's like, and it's Bowers cousin. Yeah. Call him the the guy, gay F word that rhymes with Bob Saget. What do you, what do you want? What do you, you want to kiss my cousin? Some shit like that. Right. Something right? stupid. And then so that kind of like seeded the idea that that Richie was. He's maybe gay. Maybe gay. Maybe he's, you know, he's not necessarily straight. And um, ultimately, in the end, after Eddie dies, Rich, Richie loses it. And he seems to take it the hardest. And then you go and see him scratching out uh, like. The E. The, the R. In R the plus e. e. R plus E. Right on the, where. Uh, on the bridge. Where Ben got stabbed and like scraped up in that moment it obviously it solidified it, I cried everybody again. was everybody <laughs> was thinking is well they they love each other and the funniest part about that whole relationship is how much shit they talk to each other that's why but you that, know and that was their loving endearing way of yeah. of you know yeah. being He's, close together like i got married you didn't know i got married no who'd you marry your mom <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And like the the actress that played Eddie's mom in it, the first chapter one, two, 
um, was the same woman that played Eddie's wife in Chapter 2. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. And, and it, it was funny because was. he goes away 27 years and he ends up marrying a woman just, just like his like mother. Just like his mother. And he looks yeah. just like, right. And that then was at, perfect. Richie was at the very end. Eddie was like, I can't do it. You guys, I can't do this. And mm-hmm. like, and Richie comes to pep talk him and he's like, you know, who, who did this? Who stabbed Penny? Who did this? And then he's like, and who married a woman five times his size? Mm-hmm. Like, I did. He's like, that's right. You're the bravest <laughs> man I know. <laughs> uh, just a great movie. And I, I, I look forward to going back and revisiting it and mm-hmm. finding out, you know, seeing the other things. Cause I did the same thing with the chapter one. There was, the, the initial takeaway was, wow, this is great, but I got to watch it again to kind of to, to really take all all of the stuff in because there was so much going on and I just loved it. I think it chapter one taught me how to watch it chapter two. So like I caught on to things really quickly, like um, uh, Muschietti standing in the drugstore and like right. just simple things like that, like the turtle. There were just, you know, random things. And the turtle thing. Um, th- there's the whole cosmic Relation to the turtle right. and how it's supposed to be Pennywise's like arch nemesis. Yeah, and exactly. There's a lot of terror turtle imagery in the movies, yes. but they don't really touch on the actual no. background behind what it is. But they and it's out. Pay there. homage to the actual like the turtle, the mythology of it all. Yeah. So cool. All right. Um, real quick uh, hits on the entertainment field. Okay. I'm really interested and excited about. Big Mouth season three. Yes. Coming back to Netflix uh, November 18th. Yes. And they also signed up for three additional seasons. So they're going to have Woo. a total of six seasons uh, confirmed. Um, and they just finished season two and they did a little segue with the Valentine's Day episode, Loved which it. was absolutely amazing. Uh, so really looking forward to Big Mouth season three. Rick and Morty season four, which will be out on Cartoon Network slash Adult Swim um, in November. They don't have a hard date on that yet. And if I, if there is, write me. Fine, I don't care. I, I haven't been able to see. I haven't been able to find it yet. Um, but at sometime in November, the, the new season of Rick and Morty will be out. Also confirmed for seventy more episodes, which brings it to the hundred episode mark. Yeah, that'll be that, and that's they good to know for Rick and Morty fans because yeah. between seasons two and three, we had to wait like multiple years, right, for that season. So now that there's that guaranteed amount of episodes, mm-hmm. obviously the funding is there, so yeah. it might get the obviously. the creative team going and and. Yeah, ripping out some more Rick and Morty for us because I love Rick and Morty. If you're not a a fan of it, it's like it's like Back to the Future. It's got Grandpa Rick and uh, his grandson Morty, and they go on do uh, a bunch of adventures in in space, and it's amazing. Just check it out if you haven't watched it. it, The humor is amazing. The writing is amazing. It's a great show. Yeah. Um, If you haven't been watching it, what are you doing? You you living under a rock? Mm -hmm. What's going on? Uh, Dark Crystal on Netflix. Just pass it. It's not that good. It's, um, uh, it's, the, it's the, definitely kids. Yeah, it's definitely not good. So I, I just re- pass on Dark Crystal. I realized, what, like, I like it. It's fun to watch mm-hmm. for, like, uh, nostalgia reasons. Like, it's nice. It's beautiful. It's done really well. Mm-hmm. It didn't grow up like we did. If you are into fantasy and porn and you have always wanted to see centaurs having sex with humans mm-hmm. uh, and fairies having sex with humans... Check out Carnival Row on Amazon Prime. It's got uh, Orlando Bloom, or as I like to call him, Oliver Bloom. <laughs> yeah. uh, Orlando Bloom and Cara Delevingne uh, are in this in this series. There's season one. It's already out. I think it's like eight or, eight or ten episodes. It's, it's like um, it's like fantasy meets like the Victorian Jack the Ripper, Jack the Ripper style. 
Yeah. yeah, like it's so out there, but it's so great. And at first you wonder, what am I watching? And then you start getting invested in the characters. Yeah. And the Easy writing and the action is amazing. Lots of naked, lots of dick, lots of boobs. A lot of dick. A lot There's of a lot dick. of dick. And a lot, a lot more of, dick. Yeah, a lot more dick than, than boobs. No, there were a lot of prostitutes. That's true. There, there were, were a actually lot a lot more. more I'm thinking, you know what I'm thinking of? I'm thinking about the righteous gemstones. There's a lot more dick. There's that. more dick than anything in that yeah. in that show. Hilarious. Righteous gemstones is outstanding. It's on HBO. It's a comedy done by uh, Danny McBride. He's actually the showrunner behind all this. He's directed, written, oh, I produced. Thought it was Will Ferrell. No, Danny McBride's nice. all over this, and uh, it's also got uh, uh, John Adam, Goodman. John Goodman, Adam Devine. Um, yeah. from Workaholics. He's, I'm starting to like him in this role. He's fantastic. He's, well, I thought he was funny in Workaholics, but I, you know, I always took him for what he was, just the bro yeah. dude who's just, it just bothered a me jock idiot. So much. You know? And then I heard his stand up and I was like, oh, okay, he knows that. Though. Yeah. He, he plays, plays into his strength. He plays into his character for sure. <laughs> he doesn't he's necessarily that, want it to be that way, but. No, he's got that persona so, and, yeah. it, and it works for him. And it he's, does. He, he wears it well. And I think that he's doing great for himself getting into this show. I think um, this show this is, is a huge step totally up from Workaholics. Totally new facet for him. Yeah. And it's outstanding. It's only been out for uh, four episodes so far on mm -hmm. HBO. And it's hilarious. I, I love it. It's dark. It's kind of got a dark comedy to it, similar to Barry. Yeah. Um, and it follows a, uh, a, a, a family who are all uh, evangelists. 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 Um, ev evangelists. <laughs> evangelists. Yeah. yeah. So they, they go around and they make, you know, big super churches and they, they make a ton of money. Evangelicals. Yeah. Evangelists. That works too, right? I don't know. I think evangelists is a word. I don't know. The evangelicals who go around in the big super churches. <laughs> and so it's it's got the, you know, uh, super Christian vibe to it, but with this macabre uh, undertones of, you know, deception yeah. and sex. You're and right. Evangel evangelists. Evangelists. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, it's a really great show. And, you know, Dan, John Goodman is plays the father and he's great in it. And Danny McBride is hilarious as usual. It's a funny take on uh, evan uh, evangelism. Evangelism. what it's called. Evangelism. Evangelism. And as we said, uh, lots of dick. Lots. Uh, and finally, there's a new show on Netflix. It's actually going to be uh, the season two premiere on September 20th called disenchantment if you like this is matt graining's yeah this is matt graining's new project on netflix yeah who brought us uh futurama and futurama the simpsons and yeah and i, I miss i miss futurama i i it was a fantastic show it was terrifyingly accurate it was <laughs> lots of math lots of good science you know they hi they hired physicists and mm -hmm. people that could predict the future and like that's how they went with it it was definitely a smarter show than the simpsons and, and I, I don't think it got as much credit as it deserves. right just like i think um american dad is far smarter than family guy and it just got lost on people yeah i think family guy became that ensemble show where it just depends on the characters to, right. uh, to really carry it but i think the writing of american dad took it in in deeper Way places deeper. um not necessarily uh it didn't work out obviously for American dad in, in yeah. the long run, but Which sucks, um, but it's okay. I think that yeah. it, it's still, you know, what is this? There like 16 seasons or something crazy like that, that they still did. I don't, I don't know. know. But I don't know. It all I, lives there forever and we can just go back and binge it again. I know that there's a fart joke in everyone. And I laughed till I cried when 
Roger farted in the Hadron Collider. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good stuff. So we're going to watch. Uh, so I want to watch the trailer for Disenchantment Season 2 because it just came out uh, on the 5th. Yeah, it's only been a couple of days and I still haven't seen it yet. So uh, if you've watched Disenchantment Season 1, you'll get a kick out of this. But if you haven't, uh, you'll be hearing it for the first time. So just try to follow along. Be my daughter. There are things beyond your understanding that you are destined for. You will be the greatest woman this kingdom has ever seen. <laughs> oh God, what time is it? <laughs> you ever have a nightmare and at the last second you wake up and everything's okay? Well, this isn't one of those. The entire kingdom got turned to stone. My mom's evil and Ofo died. <laughs> Good times. Ofo, wherever you are, I'm sorry. This is heaven. Why did I waste all that time being alive? Incoming necro chat from Mr. Elfo. Hello? Hello? Elfo, is that you? Lady, you're the one that called me. You know, I can't get to heaven, but if Elfo can meet us in hell, I know a way out. Ding a ding a doo. <laughs> Follow me, hot stuff. Who are you? Juanita Demonheimer. That sounds kind of real. There's a prophecy to be fulfilled. Like mother, like daughter. I'm not like you. Stay inside, unless you want to see something really cool. Calm down, guys. Let's hide under this pile of children. We've got to <laughs> save Elfo and restore Dreamland to glory. Whatever happens, we're gonna fight back together. We'll have to wing this in a dangerously half-assed manner. That's the Dreamland way. Dragon and may the best Is that slay it. New New York woman. Let's not ignore women here. Ooh. Jeez, that was epic for a cartoon. It was, but seriously, that looked like New New York from Futurama, did it not? Uh, Go back, like the cityscape. Yeah, like the way that they did it. Hmm. Right there. I guess it's like the beginning of. Ow. Oh, careful. Yeah, I guess. It's a very Matt Groening. Yeah. Well, obviously, it's yeah. a Matt Groening joint. I'm saying it's very Futurama-like in that yeah. scene right there. It's this, just for for because it, you couldn't see it, when the bell rings three times at the beginning, it was three doves flying into it. <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, if you have never watched that show, that none of that made any sense sorry and honestly none of it really made sense to me because i don't really remember what happened <gasps> in the first season what? so yeah i guess i just got to go back and watch it again her, has, her so her mom was turned to stone google or google alert spoiler alert <laughs> <laughs> i think you're tired i think so too i think uh i think now's a good time to call it uh so keep an eye out and watch all those shows that we recommended if not screw you um and tell us about your pogs like oh yeah. what kind of different games you might have played with it did you keep it just you know yeah. show me your pog collection let me see how <laughs> big your tube is there you go until next week namaste bitches the rad 